0: The Gospel reading today comes from the Gospel of Mark, the first chapter, verses 4 through 11. And so John came, baptizing in the desert region and preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. The whole Judean countryside and all the people of Jerusalem went out to him, confessing their sins they were baptized by him in the Jordan River. John wore clothing made of camel's hair with a leather belt around his waist. And he ate locust and wild honey. And this was his message. After me will come one more powerful than I, the thongs of whose sandals I am not worthy to stoop down and untie. I baptize you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. At that time, Jesus came from Nazareth in Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. As Jesus was coming up out of the water, he saw heaven being torn open and the Spirit descending on him like a dove. And a voice came from heaven, You are my son, whom I love. With you I am well pleased. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. The Genesis passage starts in the beginning. In the beginning, God. In the beginning, God created. One could preach a lifetime's worth of sermons on just that short phrase that begins our book of Scripture. Before the beginning, before there was anything that remotely resembled earth, the world as we know it, before when the earth was only a thought in the mind of the being with enough power and authority to shape nature, before the beginning there was God. And then God dreamed of a planet filled with people with whom he could be in relationship. And he began the process of creating. And in the initial phases of creation, the earth was formless and void. It was dark. It was chaotic. There was water all over the surface of the earth. And God's Spirit hovered over the waters. And God's Word was spoken and went out like a living entity, to begin to shape, to begin to create, to begin to bring order out of chaos. The story of creation is the story that assures us that everything that we know, everything we experience, everything that we have and that we are depends on God Our earth began with water. Our own earthly stories begin with water as we are nourished in our mother's wombs. And our faith stories can begin with water also through the act of baptism. Creation, the story of creation, is focused on God and the work that God is doing, our baptism should have the same focus, a focus on God and the work that God is doing in our lives before we even know that God exists at the time of our baptism and for every moment after that. Let's think about the story we read in Mark, the story of Jesus going down to the Jordan to be baptized. The Jordan River where it is believed that Jesus was baptized is on a good day, perhaps in the winter when it's been raining a good bit. It's about 12 feet wide, and it might be waist deep to me. It it moves pretty swiftly, but in the summertime, it is much shallower. It moves much slower. We call it the Jordan River. I think that if you grew up in North Georgia, you might call it a creek. You might call it a creek. It's a small body of water. John is baptizing. John is wearing camel hair and eating bugs and honey, and and he's calling people to come and hear his message and be baptized. He's telling them that it really doesn't matter that they are sons and daughters of Abraham, that that's not good enough. Their lives have not been pleasing to God. They need to repent of their sinfulness and be baptized, and they are. There are apparently crowds coming to the river where John is baptizing. And then Jesus comes, and John recognizes Jesus. He knows who this is. This is the one he's been talking about. This is the one that he's not even worthy to reach down and untie the sandals of. And John doesn't want to do the baptism. In another gospel, John says, you should be baptizing me. But Jesus says, no, this is how it should be. This is important. There is a reason. There is a purpose for this. So John baptized Jesus, and as Jesus is coming up out of the water, the heavens are torn open, a dove descends, and the voice of God speaks. Why was Jesus baptized? John was calling people to a baptism of repentance. The people who arrived at the river knew that there wasn't that something wasn't right in their lives the people who arrived at the river arrived at the river thinking it was okay for them to make choices about their lives it was okay for them to live according to their own will and according to their own desires and they arrive at the river and they hear John telling them that that's not the way it should be that they should live according to God's will and so they repent of their own sinfulness their own willfulness and they're baptized. Jesus had no sinfulness to repent of. Jesus had no willfulness to repent of. Jesus coming to baptize, to be baptized perhaps was about identity. As these people from Jerusalem and the surrounding countryside were coming down to be baptized by John and, and to make what we would call a profession of faith, a statement of faith, to, to say that they were going to change their lives and live according to God's will, Perhaps Jesus was saying the same thing to the people who were watching him be baptized. Perhaps he was saying to them, I plan to live out God's will for my life. That was an important message for Jesus to send, especially considering the number of times after that that the Pharisees accused him of not living according to God's will, but Jesus had made the profession that he was going to do that. And he was saying to the people, it's about living what God wants and not living according to the restrictive rules of humanity, something that man has created. So Jesus came to to show his solidarity with the people who were saying they were going to live according to God's will. Perhaps another explanation for Jesus coming to be baptized These people were coming because they knew that they needed something else in their lives. They knew that the ritual in the temple wasn't enough. They knew that there was something empty in their hearts. They knew that abiding by the long list of restrictive rules of the Pharisees, the list of don't do this, don't do that, they knew that that just wasn't enough. They were seeking a closer relationship with God. Jesus was Emmanuel, God with us. I think that one of the reasons perhaps that Jesus went to be baptized was to be with the people that he was a representative of God for and with. These were people coming, seeking a closer relationship with God, and Jesus went to be baptized saying, I am also seeking a closer relationship with God, but more than that, I am a part of God and I am seeking a closer relationship with you. Jesus wanted to be with the people who wanted to be with God. Jesus came to show us how to live with the love of God as the most important thing in our lives and the love of our neighbors as the next important thing. As Jesus comes out of the water, a dove descends representing the Holy Spirit. That would have made an impression on people who were watching because the Spirit descending on a religious leader is a very long tradition in the Old Testament. The people would live according to what they thought was best. They would not live according to God's will. They would finally realize that their own actions, their own decisions had put them in a very difficult place. They would cry out to God in repentance. They would cry out to God to bring change so that they could have better lives. And God would respond by sending his Spirit to fall on a leader who would raise up and lead the Hebrew people out of the difficulties they were in and into a more spiritual life, a closer relationship with God. So to have the Spirit descend from heaven was a sign that the people watching would have recognized. And to have the Spirit descend as a dove, a dove was the weakest and smallest of living sacrifices that could be offered at the temple. If you could afford a very nice, big sacrifice, you sacrificed a bull. If you could afford a sheep or a lamb or a goat, you sacrificed something along those lines. If you could not afford the nicer sacrifices, you were allowed to sacrifice a dove the poorest of the poor, that was all they could afford. So as the dove descends, representing the Holy Spirit, falling on the religious leader that God has chosen for that period of time, the dove itself is a way of welcoming even the the poorest of the poor, the outcast, those who are often disenfranchised, those who are often left out. It was a way of welcoming them into they would have recognized the symbolism of the dove. And at Jesus' baptism, the heavens are torn open. I can't imagine what that would look like. Does it look like clouds being torn apart? I don't know, but I do know that the other time in Scripture that this particular word that's translated torn is used is at the time of Jesus' death when the curtain in the temple is torn in half to symbolize the fact that there was no more division between God and people. There was no more separation. And so the heaven is torn open, God's spirit descends, and Jesus hears the voice of God, this is my son, my chosen, this is the one that I dearly love. I think the voice would have been for the people to hear as a way of identifying Jesus as chosen by God. I think it also would have been a way for Jesus to have his ministry and mission in life reaffirmed by hearing from the Heavenly Father that he really is on the right path. This is my own dear son. I love him. He is my chosen He is important to me. Wouldn't you want to hear those words yourself? I would. And I believe that when we come to the water to be baptized, we do have those words spoken over us. I believe that God does speak those words over us. You are my child. You are my beloved child. God speaks over us the same way he spoke over Jesus. Now what are the benefits of water baptism? Baptism is an outward and visible sign of an inward and spiritual grace. Baptism is a tangible reminder of God at work in our lives and the fact that God starts to work in our lives from the very beginning and continues to work in our lives until the very end. Baptism is a tangible reminder of who's in charge or should be in charge of our lives. The water at baptism, the water at creation, God bringing order out of chaos. Through our baptism, we we acknowledge that we want to be a part of God's family, and he begins to bring order out of the chaos of our lives. Baptism is also a tangible reminder of the Spirit As the Spirit descended from heaven on Jesus at the time of his baptism, the Old Testament tradition is that the Spirit would have returned to heaven when Jesus finished his work. The good news now is that the Spirit remains. The Spirit remains here to be a part of our lives, to be a part of the help that we need to be able to live according to God's will. The Spirit stays with us now and forever. And all of these things are benefits of baptism. The water is a tangible reminder of God's presence, of God's work, of God's Spirit being with us each and every day. Our earth began in a watery form. We begin our lives in water Our faith journey can begin in water. As you remember your baptism today, let me encourage you to think about how God is working in your life to bring order out of chaos, to bring good out of difficulty. Remember how God is working in your life to make you more like Christ. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen.